Entrepreneurs, and let's face it, humans in general, are not taught how to be productive. And we should be. It's critical to your success to not just be busy all the time, but to actually be working towards something, like your goals, in a meaningful way. There are so many misconceptions about productivity, and one of them is believing rest isn't productive. This is so false, and it is so damaging to our health on every level. I just think we're really unfair to ourselves when it comes to this skill set. It's easy to look at other people's perfectly presented lives online and feel like we are lacking, or to judge others for wasting their time and not reflect on our own use of time more closely. So today, I want to shine some fresh light on this topic of productivity and procrastination and leave you with some super actionable hacks and tips for even just being 1% better today or every day so you can start to see the impact of this work compound by the end of the year. Why do we stay stuck? Because we see what's missing or what's lacking not what we have or can do. Are you ready to dive in? Let's do it. As an entrepreneur, 90% of your business is marketing. Marketing is pre-selling or a way to reach and influence more of your ideal buyers at a time. That's what we're gonna talk about today, how to market and sell simpler with better results. So pull up a chair and let's spend some quality time together. Have you ever watched the video where the person says, Imagine every day you're given $86,400 and you have to spend it by the end of the day. How would you spend it? This is the equivalent of how many seconds there are in the day. And for some reason, we as humans value money so much more than we value time. You will squander your seconds left and right, but if you're given $86,400 in cold hard cash, you bet you're gonna spend every cent of it so it doesn't go to waste. And the more you're used to having it, the smarter you get about how you invest it, the more diligent you are about creating a plan to invest it wisely. Yet here we are, at whatever age you are, at however many seconds have passed in the day, and you're still not investing your time productively each day. You still make excuses. You still tell yourself damaging stories. You still are not where you wanna be. I recently interviewed an expert on productivity and procrastination. And she said that a lot of people compare themselves to others in unfair ways. So when you hear someone say, we all have the same 24 hours in a day, and then think, well, that's unfair. Beyonce has a team of people helping her extend that time in the day. I have to work two jobs. I have to pick up my kids from school and sports and drive them all over the place and cook the meals. And I have to care for myself and my dogs and my house. And the list goes on and on. This is a statement that you're making from a place of focusing on lack. If you were focused on what you do have, you would figure out who you could ask for help. You could figure out who you could afford to hire or how you could build skills to get a better job so you could release your second job, how you could demand a promotion from your boss at the place you've been working for 10 years. The list goes on and on. I get it. Life is not always easy. Our circumstances can sometimes remain unchanged, even when we pour everything we have into becoming better, even when we focus solely on becoming the most abundant versions of ourselves. But what you're doing today isn't meant to impact today. What you're doing for today is designed to impact you three months from now, six months from now. It's your consistency and your commitment that matters more than the circumstances that change in the moment. 
So the title of this episode is about productivity hacks for entrepreneurs. So let's talk about the first hack, which is really an exercise for you to do after you spend a little bit of time, say the rest of this week, tracking your time and all of the things you do day to day. This is something that my business coach had me do recently, and it was a game changer. It's called Do, Delegate, Delete. You're going to look at your to-do list and all of the things that you're doing week to week, and you're going to create three columns on a sheet of paper or a Google sheet, whatever you want. The first column is all the things on the list that you're excited about and energized by doing. These are most likely the things that are in your zone of genius. The second column is all of the things that are in your zone of competence or in your zone of excellence. So you're good at doing them or you can do them, but you can also either delegate them to another person or automate them so that you're not doing them. The third column is all of the things that you don't need to do right now. You can delete all those things. They don't have to be gone forever, but if they can't be done by you and they can't be delegated to someone else right now, they gotta go. These are the things that have no real impact on your goals or your revenue. And I want you to challenge yourself to find things to go in this column. I know it's super hard. I struggled to come up with things to go in the delete column. There's always something that belongs in the delete column, I promise you. The second hack is one that I think I came up with this term on my own, but I don't wanna give myself full credit for it. It's about repurposing time. You've heard about repurposing content, but repurposing time was, when I was thinking about repurposing content, I thought we could do this with every aspect of our lives. So let's just say you have a friend who lives in the city and it takes them five minutes to get anywhere they wanna go, but you live in a super remote area or a suburb or something, and it's gonna take you 20 minutes to an hour before you reach any sort of worthwhile destination. If you were to put your problem solver hat on for a minute and focus on creating more productivity, you would see an opportunity to do things while you're driving. You might voice to text a script for a podcast episode like this one, or social media posts or videos for social media while you're in the car. You might take public or shared transportation so that you can work from your laptop on some important tasks instead of being focused on your driving. You might take calls with clients in the car. You might hire a driver to host meetings from the back of a car. You might get an assistant to run your errands for you so you can work straight through the day and not have to drive at all. Think about the little things that you really want to do that you don't have time to do otherwise. I like to listen to podcasts and books in the shower. I call loved ones on my morning walks so I can spend my evenings relaxing. I shortened my coaching call times by 15 minutes so I could stretch my legs and refill my water without feeling rushed. This also made me more focused on creating double the value that I would have in that 15 minutes so I could be an even better resource and coach to my clients. Solution-oriented, repurposed time. It's not just a hack, it's a skill, and it's a really good one to master. Hi, it's Justine. I've been a marketer since 2008 and an entrepreneur since 2014. And what I've noticed is that there's a gap between understanding how to run your business and understanding how to market it. It's not about becoming a marketing expert or investing all of your time on marketing. It's actually the opposite. The more you understand marketing, the better you get at it and the less time you need to invest in it. Plus, the quicker you can make money, the quicker you can afford to hire people who enjoy it more than you do to do it for you. If you're ready to master your marketing in the simplest of ways and know exactly what to do to grow and how, click the link in the show notes to learn more.
Another hack is to write down your schedule and not just have a to-do list or an idea of how you want to spend your time. Sometimes you have to overly plan your days until you have a better handle on your time. It sounds ridiculous to write everything down, down to 10 minutes of planned rest or five minutes of journaling, but I'm telling you, this will help you learn a lot as you learn to build better habits around your time. What gets measured gets improved. If you're not seeing how close or far off you are from your goals with time actually on paper, you're probably missing dozens of opportunities a day to create small wins with big rewards. Another hack is to just set better goals. No one sets the goals or deadlines in your life but you. So if you're putting yourself in unreasonable circumstances and then beating yourself up for it, just set more realistic expectations. Sometimes we're afraid of what's going to happen when we fail, but other times we fear what will happen when we succeed. Like, what if this all goes right and then I have to do it more? Well, that's the beauty of freedom of choice. You get to choose if you ever do it again or at all, even if it's the most seemingly no-brainer decision to continue. It's your choice. So stop fearing and start seeing more of what's in your control because a lot of things are. Now, the last hack kind of relates to this concept of lowering your expectations, which is to do less at a time. Stop trying to do it all right now. If you had to lose 100 pounds, you would never try to lose it all in a day. So why would you expect to go from zero to 10K in a day or even a week or a month? Take it one step at a time, one action at a time. This doesn't necessarily mean, by the way, that you can't still create that 10K day. It just means you're doing the math. You're figuring out what is it realistically going to take me to hit this goal. Then you're mapping the plan to get there by the time and the effort and the actions and all the other important factors you've chosen to make it happen. Seriously, 10K months is $2,500 a week. How many sales do you need to hit that goal? How many offers do you need to make to create that many sales? How many people do you need to reach to make that amount of offers? How many times do you need to show up to reach that amount of people? Is it even possible to do that based on how much time and money and skill you have access to right now? This sounds simple, but I guarantee most of you have not run these numbers, at least not in a while. You probably even have great metrics that you're tracking and don't look at in your business that are going to tell you exactly what goals you need to hit to create the results you want. Start doing this. Use what you have, however incomplete it is. You'll get even just a little bit closer to where you want to be when you do this, and it makes a huge difference. The bottom line is that when it comes to procrastination and productivity, if you just decide Procrastination is not an option. Productivity is inevitable. You're going to start to see solutions all over the place. You're going to notice yourself becoming your most productive self. If you convince yourself that procrastination is part of your personality and that productivity is difficult to create, you're going to be running an uphill race you'll never win. You get to choose which story you believe. You get to decide how you're going to show up. You get to be in control of the results you create. And it all starts with committing to being the best version of yourself from today until the end of time. Showing up as that person now, not waiting for them to show up for you. Today's the day to start being more productive 
and to start reaping the rewards of that, to have fun with it. And I hope that you do this week. So keep me posted on your progress and I will catch you back here next Monday. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ask the Marketing Expert podcast. It was so great to spend time with you today. If you'd like to learn how you can spend more time with me by learning from me or working with me, visit growthmindsetmarketers.com. And if you're loving this content, please take a minute and leave an honest review. See you next week.